He told them to jump. He told them to jump off. He takes him to the pinnacle of the temple, the apex, the highest point of a temple that was created for his glory. And then the devil looks at him and says, jump. In essence, he places him in his place of destiny. He tells him, jump. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 is just so full of theological conundrums because they seem like contradictory phrases across the board. The Holy Spirit led Jesus into Starbucks. The Holy Spirit led Jesus into Beverly Hills. The Holy Spirit led Jesus to the Academy Awards. The Holy Spirit led Jesus into the... Who does that? I thought the Spirit of God is supposed to lead me into like glory to glory, great things and unicorns and that sort of stuff. It's going to be a brighter day. And the Spirit of God led Jesus into the... Wilderness. And then, for what? A mani-pedi? Massage to be tempted by. Are you kidding me? The Spirit of God led Jesus into one, the wilderness, two, to be. What? The wilderness, the wilderness, the wilderness of discovery. The wilderness, the wilderness. It's, he was led by whom again? By the flesh? An ideology, he was led by whom? First he was baptized in Matthew chapter 3, the Holy Spirit falls upon him, and now the same Holy Spirit is taking him into, the, it's the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God. I'm just here to tell you, everybody here, you're being led by something, don't fake it. We're all being led by something. We're all driven by something. Every single person here, every single person streaming right now, we are all being led by something. Get over yourself, don't tell me, oh no, you're not, you're independent. Oh yes, you are. We're all led by something. We're all driven by fear or by faith. We're driven by the past or the future. We're driven by the law or by grace. We're either driven by what others did to us or by what God did for us. You're either driven by the opinions of others or the word of Almighty God. How about this? You're either driven by what you feel or by what you know. We're all driven by something. We... We are led, every single human being, we are created. It is part of our DNA to be led. We are led, but what is driving you? Man, I am believing Jesus was led by whom? He was driven by the Spirit of God. I am declaring, some of y'all waiting for Washington to lead you. You're waiting for a vaccine to lead you out of your pit. You're waiting for good news from Fox and MSNBC and CNN and we don't discriminate Univision and Telemundo. You're, you're waiting for all these things. You're waiting for that guy to call you back. You're waiting for your ex to become your person. You're waiting for this. You're waiting for that. You're waiting for this. You need to stop that right now. You need to just look at yourself and say, I'm done with this. Enough is enough. I'm not going to wait for someone else to lead me. I'm not going to 
to wait for Washington to lead me. I'm not going to be led by politicians. I'm not going to be led by cultural influencers. I'm going to tell you who's going to lead me. I'm going to tell you who's going to lead me in my house. The one that's going to lead you in 2021 will not be fear, anxiety, depression, failure, the flesh, or drama. I am declaring that after this message, the only thing that will drive you and lead you will be the Spirit of the living God, the Holy Spirit of God. Your family will be driven not by drama, but by the Spirit of the living God. Be driven by the Spirit. Be driven by God. Hold back, hold back, hold back, hold back. Jump! 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 Jump. Spirit of God leads them into the wilderness. Fasting 40 days. He's hungry. I call this the Panera temptation. He's hungry. And he's in the wilderness. Oh, oh another thing about the wilderness. In, in the wilderness, y'all... The wilderness is not what you really think. Because when, when I've been through a couple of wilderness experiences myself, and I discovered stuff about Samuel Rodriguez in the wilderness that I never would have discovered in the mountaintop. Let me explain. It was in the wilderness that the, that the Israelites discovered that God can send manna from heaven and water can come out of a rock. It's in the wilderness that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who went, they, they, they went in there bound. They discovered in their wilderness experience that, in the, <laughs> that when God is on your side and the enemy thinks he's putting you in the fire, he's actually putting you in the place where your chains melt off and your captivity disintegrates in the presence of God. Pastor Nathan just referenced it. Peter, Peter never would have discovered that he could walk on water if he would not have been in that storm. Walked on water. You discover stuff in your wilderness. Let me ask you a question. How many have been through at least one wilderness experience? At least one. Don't fake it. If you, if you don't have your hand raised, don't feel obligated. Because give, give it some time. You will have one. <laughs> if you've been through a couple of wilderness experiences, raise both hands. Seriously. Now, honestly, if you've been through so many, you've lost count. Like, Pastor Sam, I'm going to be honest. In my life, I've lost count of how many wilderness experiences I've had. Raise both hands in a foot. If you had so many wilderness experiences that if I go right now and Google the word wilderness, your Instagram account pops up. I'm here to tell you something. Look back now. I want everybody to look back for a second. Look back in a redemptive, righteous way. Not in a condemning, shameful way. Look back. How many are grateful now that you, got, that you went through what you went through because in those experiences you discovered that no weapon formed against you. Is there anybody here that in the midst of your most difficult hour, you found out that if God before you, who can be against you? Is there anyone here who discovered that if God on your side, is there anyone here who discovered that a thousand may fall on one side, 10,000 may fall on the other, but no harm will come to you? How many are grateful for the hell you went through? Because heaven was on your side. It's the wilderness, the wilderness, the wilderness. Let me go back here. He told them to jump off. Oh, one more thing about the wilderness. One more thing. You lead me, I will follow. Where you lead me, I will follow. 
How many miracles did Jesus perform before the wilderness he went through? Zero. How many people did he say come forth out of the grave before that? How many times did he convert water into wine before that? But after the wilderness. Y'all missing that part. After the wilderness, signs, wonders, healings, miracles. After the wilderness, water became wine. After the wilderness, fishes and loaves were multiplied. After the wilderness, he looks at his friend Lazarus who was dead and says, Lazarus, I'm here to tell you just like Jesus, when you come out of this, you're about to see your water become wine. You're about to see the multiplication of your fishes and your bread. And you're about to look at family members and friends who are dead in sin. And you're going to say, Lazarus, come. Come forth. You're not the same when you survive the wilderness. Pastor Sam, I'm being attacked by the enemy. Do you know what's going to happen after that? You're just going through. You're not going to be there in perpetuity. You're going to come out of this. So I'm just happy to tell you, get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready just like Jesus. You're about to lay hands on the sick after the wilderness. And they will be healed. This COVID-19 wilderness pandemic will pass when the church is going to come out. And, and I'm, I'm going to prophesy now. I'm going to declare prophetically. The church is not going to be the tail. We're going to be the head. No, you missed it. The church is going to come out. I'm just tired of this whole thing where we're letting culture lead us and, and, and politicians lead us. No, the church said enough is enough. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. We're going to take care of the poor and the widow. We're going to bring good news to the poor. Freedom to the captive. Healing to the brokenhearted. We're going to declare the year of the Lord's favor. We're going to do justice. We're going to love mercy. We're going to walk Humbly before God. He told them to jump. All right. Pastor Nate, the enemy comes along and says, Hey, hey, you hungry? A duh. Fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Do you see those stones there? Convert them into bread, change them into bread. I, I need you to put this in perspective that you may never have heard this part before, possibly. There are three points here that the enemy confronted Jesus. Three little temptations embedded. Convert that into bread, eat so you could be fed because you're hungry. He takes them to the temple and says, jump. And then he shows them on top of a mountain, the kingdoms of the world. And if you worship, it's all yours, right? Hey, that's not the point. Let me give you the, the point point here. He, the devil says, change that for me. Go ahead, change it for me. See, show me you can do it. Change it, change it, change it, change it, change it. Show me you can do it. And Jesus said, no, but watch this. He didn't change it for the enemy. What if I tell you that that entire temptation was the devil trying to make Jesus do for him what Jesus was only willing to do for us? 
Oh, you missed it. I'll, I'll prove it to you. I'm not going to change anything for you, but I'm willing to change water into wine for them. I'm willing to change mourning into dancing for them. I'll change ashes into something beautiful for them. I'll change a garment of despair into a garment of praise for them. I'll even change them from sinners into saints. I am the God that changes things, but I'm not going to do it for you. How about this? When the devil looked at him and said, jump, jump, let's see if the angels catch you. He wanted him to die. You get it? All the devil wanted to do was stop what was going to take place at redemption. So go ahead, jump, see if the angels pick you up. In other words, go ahead. And Jesus said, no again. I'm not jumping for you. I'm not going to jump for you, but I'm willing to die for them. Oh, you missed it. Are you getting this right now? All the enemy wanted. So I'm going to land here real quick. Today's a quick day. Jump. He didn't change him. He said, no. Somebody say, no. no. Now, I want you to, I'm not, this is the party. This is response. Change the stone into bread. And Jesus said, no. that was it. That's what he said. It wasn't, you know, it's no with an exclamation point. It's no with an attitude, by the way. So it's not a period there. It's no. My goodness. So Pastor Sam, what's the, what's the point in this message? I'm, I'm teaching you through the word of God, led by the spirit of God, how to get the devil out of your face. Number one, be led by the Spirit. If you're led by the Spirit of God, the same God that will take you in is the God that will take you through is the God that will take you out. The same God, the same God of the process is the God of the outcome. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the God in the beginning and the God in the end of your life. Number two, learn how to say no. When the enemy says, look back, say no. Some of y'all want to talk to the devil. Some of you want to accommodate the devil. Some of you are so spiritual, you want to convert the devil. You permit some darkness around you because you think inevitably that darkness will change because of your anointing. Oh, glory be to God. I have news for you. When the devil comes into your family, you're not there to pray for him. You're not there to convert him. You're not there to persuade him. You're there to rebuke him by the authority of God in your life. You know what the world needs right now? The world needs some Christians that have the audacity and the courage to say no. Say no to fear. No to failure. No to sin. No to the past. No to condemnation. When, when the enemy comes after your children, don't just whine about it. What are you going to do? Cry about it? Oh, I can't believe that. The, no. You need to stand up like Jesus and say, devil, I say no. You're not going to have my children. You're not, I feel the Lord right now. You're not going to have my marriage. You're not going to have my city. You're not going to have my generation. You're not going to have my nation. No, somebody shout no. 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 The enemy comes after your peace. What will you say? He comes after your joy. What will you say? He comes after your integrity. What will you say? The ability to say no. By the way, that's what he wanted. Jesus was doing what? He was what? Fasting. A fast is a commitment to God. You're going to sacrifice certain things for the purpose of spiritual intimacy. According to scripture, that could be food. If you're married, it's sexual intimacy. You could do that. Some of y'all who are married are going, I've been fasting for years. That's a different joke from the time. And, and it could be sleep, right? So you could sacrifice these things. The enemy comes to Jesus and says, break your fast. Break your commitment. How about this? Don't finish what you started. The enemy is trying to get you. 
to give up on something you started without finishing the task and the goal. You need to finish what you started. Whatever commitment you've made to God, whatever commitment you made to your wife, whatever commitment you made to your spouse, finish what you started. You made a commitment to, to live healthier, to eat healthier. Finish what you started. You made a commitment to take care of people who are suffering around you. Finish what you started. Don't let the devil come and convince you. No, no, no. Matter of fact, raise your right hand and repeat after me. I will finish everything I started. What I promised God will come to pass. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Let your yay be yay and your nay be nay, Matthew. So finish what you started. Let me land right here. The devil takes them to this place. Puts them at the highest place of the temple. And says, jump. Says, jump. Go ahead, jump. Did the enemy ever place him inside the temple? Inside the temple? Put him on the outside so he could observe the temple from the highest place. Oh, little side note here. Can you look it up? It says the devil took him to the highest place in the temple and then he takes him to the highest mountain. Notice how the devil, being the devil, still being the devil, knows that the only place Jesus has to be lifted high. Even the enemy recognizes that Jesus has to be lifted high. The church needs to lift up Jesus if the devil knew didn't put him in the basement didn't put him in a pit would lift him high the devil knew that to lift him high the church should know better we are lifting other things higher than Jesus we need the kind of church that will worship only Jesus stop worshiping other things stop worshiping ideology stop worshiping the things that are out there right now in culture worship Jesus the only one that merits you to bow down is Jesus the only one that merits you to shout hallelujah and praise God is Jesus no man no man merits your worship no ideology merits your worship no cause I don't care how righteous your cause your cause does not merit worship the only one who should get you to worship is the one who died on the cross resurrected ascended and sent the Holy Spirit are there any Jesus freaks here who worship only the Lamb of God and he was here and he looked down at the temple and he the enemy let him look at it but not did not give him access to it the enemy is about observation God wants you to occupy not just observe and the enemy will let you look at it but not occupy it some of you have been like window shopping you've been looking at things for so long but you have not occupied it all you did was look at it glance at it and oh I'm here to tell you raise your hands this is not a year in observation here's the word of the Lord this year you will not observe you will occupy I sense that in the spirit I'm telling you the reason the enemy's trying to satisfy you with looking at it but never possessing it looking at it but never owning it you and your family will occupy the very area hell has fought to keep you out of i stated it before i'm going to state it again you are about to occupy everything hell has fought to keep you out of you're going to occupy that promise you're going to occupy that dream you're going to occupy that anointing and that mantle and that overflow if you believe it raise your right hand and i declare that your children and your children's children will not just observe they will occupy for that reason I believe right now I'm here to tell you you're about to push every I sense the Lord you're about to make the devil go away jump and Jesus said I'm not gonna jump for you 
I didn't come to jump for you. I came to die and resurrect for them. So I'm not going to jump. The devil wants you to jump off your destiny. Jump off your integrity. I dare you today to look at every vestige of darkness and say, I'm not going to jump. I'm not letting go of my promise. I'm not letting go of this anointing. I'm not letting go of the mantle. I will not jump. I dare you to say, I will not jump. I will not jump. I will not jump. I will not jump. Chosen jumped and he said, no, I'm not going to jump. 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 This is, no, oh, this is, yeah. The temple in me. The glory, the glory, the glory. Shows them all the kingdoms. Yeah, that's already mine. You're showing me something that I already have. I'll give it to you. You're so silly. Can you imagine? The devil shows them all the kingdoms of the earth and says, if you worship me, I'll give them to you. This is, this is. You seem to know the word because you quoted the word to me. You must have skipped over the verse that says, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the fullness thereof. You are offering me something I already have. You, 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 I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to make me pray twice for something that's already been bought. You're missing this right now. You're trying to make me double dip here. It's not going to happen. You're offering me something that's already mine. I'm here to tell you the devil's offering you stuff that's already yours. He's offering you happiness when you already have joy. You missed it. He's offering you money when you serve the God of gold and silver and of all the riches of the earth. Are you with me right now? He's offering you something you already have. I need you to look at every lying devil that has risen against you today and tell him, I'm not going to fall for it. You're trying to give me something I already have. In Jesus, I have joy. I have peace. I have love. I have security. I have validation, affirmation. I have eternal, new, and abundant life. In Jesus, I have everything I need. You know, the enemy's objective is to convince you to pay when Christ already paid it all. He's trying to convince you to pay the price. Jesus, pay the price. No. Jesus, pay the price. No. Jesus, bow. 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 The devil said bow to Jesus. Y'all missed it. This really happened. This is Jesus and the devil. Face to face. The devil looks at Jesus trying to take advantage that he was fasting. And he was physically weak. That guy hasn't eaten for 40 days. He'll do whatever I tell him to do. The enemy will always come after you at your weakest hour. What he perceives to be your weakest hour. Huh. That's why you can't be bragging about your weaknesses to everybody. Putting everything out there. Oh, I'm going through my week. You need to be careful of that. It's all right to have a circle of people you confide in. But when you make that public, you're going to give some intel to the powers of darkness. Oh. And the devil looks at him and says, hey, weak Jesus, fasting Jesus. I don't want to jump. I don't want to change a stone into bread, Jesus. 
You don't want to give your bow. Bow, 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 bow. Go ahead, bow, bow, bow. And can you imagine the devil telling Jesus to bow? Bow. Soon and very soon. That same Jesus, not a different one, that same Jesus will be right here. And the Bible says, the day will come where every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. But it doesn't stop there. It's just not humanity. It says that every power on earth, under the earth, including the devil himself, will have to bow. I'm here to tell you that they, why do you think we're having so much spiritual warfare? Because the day is getting closer. I'm telling you the reason we're going through warfare is because the devil knows that what he tried to make Jesus do in the wilderness, he's about to end up doing. The day is coming where Satan himself will have to bow and confess. Oh man, I mean publicly. He's going to have to do it publicly. He's going to have to say, I tried to make you do this. You didn't do it. And now I'm doing it. I'm here to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Somebody worship like you know that he is worthy. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. Stand with me. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. Look up here for a second. How do you make the devil go away? Be led by the Spirit. Live a Galatians 5, 16 life. Be led by the Spirit of the flesh. Don't let your emotions drive you. Don't be an emotional human being where you're led by exuberance. Your affective domain. Be driven by what you know, not by what you feel. Knowledge. We are emotional human beings, without a doubt. But you got to be led by what you know. Whoo! I always say, be still and feel that God is God. Be still and know that God is God. What do you know? You know, you know that his promises are yes and amen. You know, you know, you know. Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for the good of those who believe, who love and work. You know, you know. It's what you know, not what you feel. So number one, be led by the Spirit. Number two, say no. Reject the enemy. Rebuke the enemy. Say no to those thoughts. Put your hand right now in your mind. Say no to the crazy thoughts that come into your mind. You and I both know the number one battlefield is your mind. It's not here, it's here. Can anyone just say amen if you believe that? Because we all talk about, oh, there's devils. And it, no, I'm going to tell you, the number one issue you have is your mind game. You have to battle this off. You have to conquer your thoughts before you can possess your promise. Renew your mind daily. So say no. Say no to every vestige of negativity, every toxic element permeating your environment. Say no. Just say no. When someone tells you something contrary to what God's spirit is telling your heart, say no. Say no. And I know we're so cute. We go like, I understand. That sort of passive aggressive sort of, I understand. But learn in 2021 just to say no. 
no, I'm not going to tolerate that. I love you, respect you, but no. The answer is no. And the moment what you say no to here will determine what God says yes to up there. Lift up your hands. I'm going to let you go here. I sense this in the spirit. Some of y'all have turned down some opportunities to deviate from the path of God. What if I tell you, biblically speaking, it's substantiated. You're about to see doors open up in your favor for the things you said no to. You said no to hooking up with your ex. You said no for that person who DM'd you. You said no. You said no to that little escapade that would have messed you up. You said no to thinking back, looking back, acting back to that fleshly. You said no. And because you said no, the heaven's doors are about to open up in your favor. You're going to see the yes of God. Don't forget, Jesus is the yes. 2 Corinthians 1.20. So Jesus, technically speaking, he's the yes. So yes said no to the enemy. And when you're full of the yes, you can say no to everything hell sends your way. With your hands hands raised a little bit more, be led by the Spirit. Say no, and don't settle for less than what God has for you. Don't. Don't jump off from the temple. Don't. I didn't come to jump off from the temple. I came to die on the cross. Your mission, don't settle for less. Let me repeat a list. Don't settle for Ishmael when there's an Isaac with your name on it. Don't settle for manna in the desert when there's milk and honey waiting for you in the promised land. Don't settle for I'm just surviving when you should be thriving. Don't settle for I'm okay when you should be more than a conqueror. Don't settle for less. Heavenly Father, seal this word right now. Right now, we're not going to jump, Lord. We're going to, we understand the wilderness experience We understand that we praise you for what we've gone through, where we learn how to walk on water, where we learn that water comes out of the rock and manna comes down from heaven, where we learn that things melt off us in our most difficult, fiery of hours. Thank you for the wilderness experiences, but Lord, thank you that after the wilderness, miracle signs, wonders, healings, authority, words will come out of my mouth that will set people free, anointed by you, empowered by you. Thank you that the glory will be greater because I survived the wilderness. I was led by you. So Lord, right now, anoint every single person here with this powerful impartation. Every single person here right now, fill them with precious Holy Spirit so they can come out right now of their wilderness experience. Fully activated, fortified faith, activated anointing with authority like never before. In the name of Jesus, amen. I'm going to conclude here. So I'm going to do this real quick. It's, we got, we got 11 minutes to, 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 kill the, to kill the broadcast, but I'm going to ask you this. If you're in this auditorium, or if you're in, 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 I know, L.A., and you're streaming around the world, and you're streaming, I want you to do this virtually, but if you're in this live Sacramento auditorium, and you're saying, Pastor Sam, this message is all for me. I've been confronting darkness, and I've been going through my wilderness experience, but I, in Jesus' name, by faith today, I am coming out of it led by God. And I am believing that, oh man, I'm going to be under the greatest anointing of my life. I'm going to get the Lazarus around me to come forth. Water's going to become wine. There's not going to be division or subtraction. There's going to be multiplication wherever I'm at. I'm about to see the glory of God shine through me. I'm coming out of this. If that's you, when I count the three, come out of your seat and join us somewhere on the stage, somewhere up front. We're going to be very careful in how we pray for you. But if that's you, I'm going to count the three. Just come out and say, I'm coming out of my... This is the day I'm coming out. One, two, three. Come out, come out wherever you are. If that's you, get ready. Get ready to see the fullness of God's promises fulfilled in your life. Quickly come out. You're going to see, you're going to see the fulfillment of the promises of God. 
in you, with you, and through you. Come out. 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 Right now, there's a, I, I sense a transfer, a transfer of the guard. Some of you all were led by fear, by anxiety, by stuff that was done to you and what you did to yourself. From this moment on, you're, the Spirit of God is literally taking over as I speak. The Holy Spirit is saying, I got this. The Spirit of God is moving away the spirit of shame. The Spirit of God is moving away the spirit of condemnation. The Spirit of God is moving away the spirit of the past as I speak right now. I declare every generational curse is broken by the blood of Jesus. I declare every bondage, every vestige of captivity comes to an end right here, right now. I declare nothing can hold you back. Nothing can hold you down. Nothing can stop you from living out your God-ordained purpose and promise. In Jesus' name. Right now, right now. Spirit, lead me, I will follow. 
will follow. Spirit, lead me, I will follow. Spirit, lead me, I will follow. Spirit, lead me, I will follow. I command fear to flee. I command anxiety to flee. I command doubt, discouragement, depression, despair, discord, disruption to flee in the name of Jesus. I command every addiction, every bondage to flee in Jesus' name. Right now, every fleshly inclination to be subject to the authority of the Spirit of the living God. Right now. Right now, right now, right now. All right. Everyone here, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I receive this word. This is the day that darkness goes away. This is the day the accuser goes away. This is the day the slander goes away. From this moment on, for the rest of my life, I will be led. I will be driven by the Spirit of the living God. Nothing else will lead me. Nothing else will drive me. The Spirit of God indeed. So right now, I tell the enemy... I tell every lie of the enemy. The answer is no. I say no. 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 About touching my family, the answer is no. About messing up my health, the answer is no. About putting a lid on my finances, the answer is no. About keeping me depressed forever, the answer is no. I say no. And a matter of fact, I'm never going to give you one inch of my life ever again. In Jesus' name. If you believe what you just prayed, give God your best shout of praise. I declare that. I declare that. I declare that. I declare that. Close your eyes for just a second here. A couple seconds here. I need you all to get ready. There's a generation of Elishas that are about to run. Elishas that are about to run to be mentored by the Elijahs of this generation. God's just bringing in a generation of young men and women who are ready to change the world. Oh, I'm here to tell you we're not going to bow. We're not going to bow. The only one we bow to is Christ. And we are about to see the righteousness of God shine like never before. So get ready. You survived what you went through because God's about to use you. I declare that in 2021, more people will come to Jesus through your testimony than ever before. 
I declare that in 2021, more people will be transformed through your testimony. I'm going to prophesy it. People are going to be healed through you. People are going to be saved through your life. Christ exalted through you. People are going to... People are going to be set free. I, I feel an anointing of emancipation. You're going to show up and bondages will be broken in the name of Jesus. Because you're led by the Spirit. Because you're filled with the glory. Because you feel the glory. Woo! I sense the Lord. I sense the Lord. I sense the Lord. This is a house of healing. I sense the Lord. I sense the Lord. This is a house of healing. This is a house of healing. Watch, watch it, watch it, watch it. This is a house of healing. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Every dry bone, every broken bone, every wounded bone healed in the name of Jesus. Healed in the name of Jesus. We're done. It's 129. Hey, by the way, this is funny. I heard, I just hear the Spirit of God say something real, real quick. I heard God say, let them know that I'm not naive. When the enemy tried to make some of them jump, some of them did tell them but i'm not naive they didn't crash because when they were coming down i intervened and my grace and my mercy picked them up and i put them back to their place of destiny you know who you are you jumped and god said this is the year of the bounce back this is the year you're coming back and you're gonna shine like never before so get ready to shine but if you receive what god did today one more time raise the roof and give him the highest praise you've given him Oh, wow, 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 If you're here, can you just tell your neighbor, I'm about to shine. Just tell them I'm about to shine. If you're in the audience, tell somebody with safe, tell them I'm about to shine. Tell them, don't hate on me. I'm about to shine. The glory of God has risen upon me. I'm about to shine for Jesus, in Jesus, by Jesus. People are going to see Jesus through me like never before. I'm about to shine. Come out, come out wherever you are. You're about to shine. You're about to shine. You're about to shine. You're about to shine. Beautiful. All right, let me encourage you. First, take this podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on all the different Podbean, all the different streaming platforms for podcasts. Take the podcast and share it tomorrow if you can. Take the video, go on Facebook and Instagram and share that. YouTube, just find it and share it with somebody who needs to hear it. Hear it. Oh, I sense the Lord. Be here on Wednesday, Dr. Nick Garza, for the midweek. We call it Logos Living, living the Word of God. Every Wednesday, Logos Living, be here with Dr. Nick Garza. You grow in the Word. Next Sunday, we take it to the next level and go from glory to glory.